Hello, I'm Angela Martin and this is A is for Angela. Last Sunday the central air went out at home. I have chores that I do daily, but the bulk of my house cleaning is done on Tuesday. Sunday night and Monday morning I was drenched in sweat cleaning because it was 85 degrees inside. I'm from the south. In the South, appearance is everything. Instinctively, I had to clean before the central air and heating guys came. No if and or buts. COVID killer bees, COVID variants, monkeypox, and now a confirmed polio case in New York. I'm afraid to ask what's next. From what I understand, the confirmed polio case involved an unvaccinated adult, and the detection of the virus was found in sewage. Based on earlier polio outbreaks for every one case, there could possibly be hundreds infected. I think it's crucial that everyone in New York who hasn't been vaccinated get vaccinated in case a local spread is underway. I was surprised to hear that Olivia Newton-John passed away after repeated treatments for cancer. She was 73. I can't believe she was 73. She appeared timeless to me. When I was a kid, I must have watched Grease 100, maybe 200 times. I first noticed the opposite sex in the second grade. I had a crush on a classmate named Scott. He was cute and blonde. He had his whole life mapped out. He was going to finish school, get a good job, buy a house, get married, and have two kids. I, like most seven-year-olds, had no future plans my crush on him died one February day during our math lesson. When I looked over at him and saw him pick his nose and eat it. All of those warm and fuzzy feelings I had for him died right then and there. The way being sexually abused as a child has impacted my life, or should I say, affected my life. It is for years I struggled with and finally overcame an irrational fear of being alone with the opposite sex. Even boyfriends, until I got to know them well and felt safe with them. The very thought of being alone with the opposite sex used to literally terrify me. I had my first boyfriend slash kiss at 14, but I did not go on an actual date until I was 18. Dating wasn't allowed. 
We were allowed to have boyfriends over and sit in the living room with my mom present, but that was it. My first boyfriend died of an accidental drug overdose. I absolutely had no idea that he was doing drugs. Like most of his family and friends, I was shocked. A lot of people to this day refer to him as my first love. He wasn't my first love. He was my first boyfriend slash kiss. I think people like to romanticize things, especially when death is involved. At the time, he was special to me, and not one day has gone by in the last 31 years that I haven't thought of him. But no, he wasn't my first love. For someone to be your first love, you had to have loved them. I didn't love him. I liked him a lot. His death affected me profoundly. There were days that I was mad at the sun for coming up. And for a while, I lost religion. I did rebel a couple months before my 18th birthday. I started seeing a guy that was 15 years older than me. He looked like Ted Danson back when he was still on Cheers. A couple weeks before my 18th birthday, I introduced him to one of my two best friends. Her mother was there when I introduced them. The next morning, I went over to his apartment, and you can imagine my confusion slash shock when my best friend's mother was at his apartment. She claimed he had used her lighter and forgot to return it. The truth was, the night before, she had slipped him a note that said, Call me. I broke up with him right then and there. The next time I saw my best friend's mother, there wasn't any mention of what she had done. Instead, she spoke to me as if we were pals and tried to make plans with me. I was like, I don't think so. My best friend was like, What's up with that? So I told her. It turned out her own mother had did the same thing with one of her boyfriends. How sad. When I was in my 20s, I asked my mom one day, Why didn't you forbid me to see him? She told me, I knew if I said anything bad about him or told you that you are not allowed to see him, then you would have wanted to be with him even more. So I chose to shut up and let it run its course. At 15, I decided that I wouldn't sleep with anyone until I fell in love. At 23, I still had not fell in love, so I decided... I would just sleep with my then-boyfriend and get it over with. I was a late bloomer. I didn't go on my first date until I was 18, and I didn't lose my virginity until I was 23. 
In my 20s, I spent four years in a relationship with a guy who I had a crush on since I was 11. He was my first love and the first guy that broke my heart. The four years we were together were great. Then shortly after our four-year anniversary, he had to go out of town for work. He wanted me to come with him because he would be gone three months. I just couldn't go. I have a fear of flying. He returned home three months later. Right away, I felt like he was keeping something from me. This went on for two months. One day, he was at work and I had the day off. So I went through his things and learned that he had slept with someone during the three months he was away and she was pregnant with his child. By my estimate, she was five months pregnant. He was torn between me, the girlfriend, and his unborn child. Valentine's was that evening. He had a romantic evening planned in a crowded, expensive restaurant. I broke up with him and I wasn't graceful about it. In my thirties, I was in an on again, off again, seven year relationship. I was 11 years older than him. I wasn't in love with him. I was obsessed with him. The obsession was unhealthy. When I realized it was unhealthy, I broke up with him for good. The way in which it was unhealthy is I would drop everything and everyone for him. And he expected that from me. And areas of my life and other relationships started to suffer because of that. A month after we broke up, he became engaged and later married a girl he knew well and sometimes said he hated. The last relationship I was in began in 2018, shortly before my 41st birthday and ended in the spring of 2019. He was a tall, blonde, handsome, tattooed mess with ocean blue eyes. We had a lot of fun together. We were crazy about each other. I saw what an amazing dad he was to his daughter. Seeing him with his daughter made me feel maternal. I became pregnant. The pregnancy was planned. We were over the moon. That November, at three months and one day, I miscarried. I was devastated. A few weeks before the miscarriage, I had a blood test done to confirm the sex. We were having a girl. His and his daughter's initials were CB and he wanted the baby to also have the same initials, so we were going to call her Coco. The loss of Coco should have made us closer, but I just pushed him away. 
I never once considered his feelings. He started seeing someone else and earlier this year, he proposed and she said yes. I had a feeling they were going to get engaged. After they were engaged, she came into where I work. We didn't speak, but she walked right by me, making sure I saw her. She's as insecure as she is beautiful. Their engagement was difficult for me because I honestly thought we would eventually get back together. I just needed a little bit more time. I have since accepted the fact he is engaged. On the last episode, I said the book that I was reading, the la I was listening to on Audible's called The Last One to Leave was by Benjamin Stevens. It's actually Benjamin Stevenson with a V. And on the last episode, I said that my father would go, would be sent or taken or something like that to an undisclosed location with a locked attache case. The reason it was undisclosed, I left out a vital piece of information is because they would have him blindfolded. So he never really knew the um, location he was going to. The location was undisclosed to him. Thanks for listening and please share and subscribe.